Pick up the microphone, officer. I don't care what you ask me. You ask me anything in the world you want to ask. Are you Vince McMahon? Yes, I am. Are you the chairman of the WWE? Yes, I am. Wait a minute, hold on, wait a minute. Let me ask you something, brother. Now I'm gonna ask this nice and slow so you can comprehend the question and answer it correctly. Are you the biggest ass on God's green earth? No. are doing here or what's going wrong with this test but look the one thing I can state unequivocally look I'm a very well-respected businessman the world over what I do in this business I do it for each and every one of you all over the world all right perhaps that was an overstatement I, I do it for most of you all over the world Some of you, all right, I do what I do for me and me only. Yeah, you got one right. But let me tell you this, I am no pervert. Doing fantastic. <laughs> Glad you took my curb, your enthusiasm idea for the intro. <laughs> oh my god, dude. <laughs> we have a lot to talk about, but we're going to do that at the end because that's a story. Yeah. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. 
because we love wrestling, especially the biggest villain in wrestling on on and off uh, air. Yep. The biggest villain. <laughs> we'll get into all of that at the end. How appropriate this intro really is on a on a <laughs> deep level. But let's start off with a fat fox. Little update. Uh, a couple of months ago, we talked about Subway coming out with these foot long sidekicks with a ch- uh, foot long chocolate chip cookie, foot long a- uh, Auntie Anne's pretzel, and a foot long Cinnabon churro. All or are out right now at Subway near you, countrywide. Um, I will be trying them this weekend with a full report next week. Uh, I'm going to be trying them on Sunday. So we will continue this conversation next week on that. Uh, Oreo coming out with a space dunk cookie with purple and blue um, frosting in the middle. Also with popping candy, like Pop Rocks in there too. Uh, so it's just going to be regular flavored cream? Just the, thi- the thing with their f- their creams like this, when they have a weird color like this, the cream does not taste the same as a regular Oreo. Right. It's like a different, they put like weird, I don't know if it's more sugar yeah. or what it is. Uh, especially with the Pop Rocks, I, don't, I think it's going to make it too sweet. But... Probably. For the podcast, I would try it. Um, it's galactic. It's like spaceships and and, and, and alien ships on there. So um, maybe I'll try that. DiGiorno's coming out with a pizza crust without the toppings. Stuffed crust in the freezer section where you can actually buy this. Stuffed with crust in the crust. Um, and stuff it at, and you can put your own piece of toppings on it at home. And it has a stuffed crust in it. Um, if you're not willing to get the dough out and do it yourself with little mozzarella sticks, you could do this. DiGiorno's. Also, Oscar Mayer and Kraft coming out with flavored popcorn. Uh, Oscar Mayer bacon cheddar flavored popcorn and Kraft mac and cheese flavored popcorn. I always thought that the Kraft macaroni and cheese packet would be good on popcorn, so I guess they're taking that idea and putting it into there. That seems kind of neat. And Yodels, uh, Drake's, I think they're the makers of Devil Dogs, coming out with a Boston cream flavor. Um, Looks like it's going to have the custard in there covered in chocolate. And finally, Wendy's coming out with a breakfast burrito. I don't know if you had breakfast at Wendy's, but have you had breakfast at Wendy's before? I have not. I don't think I've ever had breakfast at any of those places except for McDonald's. Breakfast at Wendy's is pretty good. If you go, get the bacon, the breakfast baconator. It's pretty good. Um, This is going to be a Wendy's breakfast burrito. Two eggs, six strips of applewood smoked bacon. Uh, breakfast potatoes, which are kind of like their hash browns. Uh, two slices of American cheese, all topped with Swiss uh, that Swiss cheese sauce that they have they put on their uh, sandwiches. So uh, I believe that's coming out this month as well. Um, let's get into a topic. We're getting closer to the Super Bowl or the big game. I'm not sure. Yep. We... I'm sure we brought this up before. I just thought it'd be a good weekend because we got the Royal Rumble coming up. Yeah. Um, so let's Game talk, Day Snacks. Let's talk Teach Ray Sports on yep. a couple of topics. Yep. This is the theme to Teach Ray Sports. We need a theme for Teach Ray Sports. I couldn't think of anything that would be original. I stole this instrumental from the Gary Shanley Show. This is the theme to Teach Ray Sports. This is the theme to Teach Ray Sports. 
Now, the question I ask you, is all of America yes. want the Lions to win the Super Bowl? Yes. Okay, that's what I was wondering. I was but hoping we, that would be the For case. the most part, unless you're a fan of the other three teams, I think everyone's kind of pulling for them to make the Super Bowl. Um, never least, won. Never won, correct? They've never won. I think the last time they were in the conference championship was 1991. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. so big deal, big deal. Um, it's them and the Chiefs, I would think, right? Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. No, they are. Other... They are playing the 49ers, um, who are the favorite by far. Okay, they are. the Chiefs are playing wondering. the Ravens. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, and we're gonna talk about game day snacks now. Yes. Not in the. I'm not in the the Super Bowl. Not in the football. But yes. I do, and I am known to. I have been known to make snacks for the Super Bowl. Yeah, kind of, and or I've for all, WrestleMania, WrestleMania, whatever. Royal Rumble, I've come over before <clears throat> for it. Yeah, like you and I have made wings before. We fried up wings before. We yep. made our own sauces. Figured out a way to do that. Um, I've made my own blue cheese. I've my one of my favorite things I like to make. I like to make uh, wrapped up weenies with bacon. Yep, brown that's sugar. always a classic. Um, you taught me how to make a pizza dip, which I make Ooh, all the fucking that's time very good. now. You still make that? Good. I do. I just made one uh, not too long ago. Um, nice. It's good. Dip some breadsticks in there, some garlic bread. It's fantastic. Yep, I make garlic Probably not bread. not the healthiest option. It's, but... <laughs> it's not the healthiest at all. But, but um, it's delicious. It's good. Delicious. Um, yep. Yeah, I, I, it's just one of those things. I've also I've also taken a whole loaf, and I've kind of like cut, I bloomed it like a blooming onion, and I, I cut slices in it and put cheese and ranch packet. I, I can't remember what they call that. It's like a pull-apart bread. And I, and oh, I dumped nice. it with cheese. So that was pretty good. I did that one year. Nice. But there's a whole bunch of shit. Like, I find recipes on there and all. Yep. Just do right. oh, it's yeah. It's good to have I'm a big, big fan of uh, big trying, trying different wings every yes. now and then. Like, yeah. I like to have... My game day spread is usually pretty simple. It's pretty much usually wings. Wings are um, a must. Wings are a nachos. must. Nachos. Party like that. Yeah. I like to do nachos. If I'm by myself, I'll definitely make, like, pulled pork nachos pulled or something. Pork. Yeah, we did that. Um, chili is a good one on nachos also, if you want to make chili. Yeah. Um... But yeah, just your basics. Um, as long as I have, you know, a couple beverages and, and some wings, yep. um, I'm good. Uh, also, the did I ever give you the recipe to my odds taco dip? No, you haven't. That thing is fucking fire. You dip uh, like nacho Doritos in it, and it's basically just it's basically just taco meat, but it's uh it's like it's a little bit thicker than okay. just loose taco meat. Um, use uh, tomato paste in it instead, and oh, cool. uh, some beer. But uh, that's one of my favorite things to eat, and I haven't had that in a few years, probably since before COVID, because mine used to make it where we used to go do family parties, and we really haven't done any since COVID. So. Yeah. But yeah. Um, and the other thing we were talking about wrestling. I mean, we've we've been we've been watching wrestling for together for yes. twenty five years now, and we used yep. to always get together for WrestleMania and the big in the big pay per views. And the one thing that we would always do is we would order Domino's, get it delivered to your yes. house, and I would attack the pizza guy. Because it would, I hadn't eaten all day, <laughs> so it was you, me, Dusty, Gammon, whoever, whoever would show up in your basement, and the pizza guy would come to the door, and I'd run up there and grab it, and 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 I'm pretty sure the exact words were, "Ray, don't attack the pizza guy." <laughs> but yes, yep. <laughs> those are those yes, are the those days. Are good times. Those yes. are the days. I miss those days. But yeah, wings are a must. Pizza is another is another good thing to have. Um, uh, I always like to try new recipes because it's, yes. it's just appetizer recipes are you don't do them too often unless you're yes. unless you're entertaining and it's yep. the one time that you can actually my uh, my nieces uh, do appetizer night every Wednesday at my sister's house is appetizer night and the my nieces are now 
God, 16 and 14. They're getting old. Wow. And uh, they, they cook they cook dinner for the whole family. They just make appetizers and stuff. It was a lot of fun last time I went down. Um, so, yeah, that's that's a good idea, too, is if uh, you want to do an appetizer night, you can always look up. They do different appetizers every time. They always find new recipes, and, and it gets them to be creative. They've been doing it since they were probably 11 or 10. Nice. So. Um, so that's it for that. Um, what we watched this week didn't watch a lot, but I did watch a lot of Shameless. I am over <laughs> half. I'm over halfway through season ten, which means I've watched season nine, which was Fiona's last season. Yes, there is a jump the shark moment in this show. I'm pretty sure it may, it. it may be the hundredth episode because there was a lot of guest stars, and it's very very out of place. Um, in this episode, you had Bob Saget. Katie Seagal, who was a love interest to um, mm-hmm. Frank at the time. And there was another one, and I can't think of who it was at, off the top of my head. But Luis Guzman was also in this season. So there's a lot. Oh, uh, Courtney Cox was in it as well. And it was just it was just so out of place in this episode. I'm guessing it must have been the 100th episode because it kind of t- does time out right for about this time. So I'm guessing it was the 100th episode. I'm not 100% sure on that. But, uh, yeah, it was about the time I was like, wait, there's way too many guest stars on this show. Um, if, if you don't know what Jump the Shark is, it's one of those, it's named after Happy Days, where the Fonz jumped over a shark. And it was one, the one point of the show where the show kind of took a deep dive down, or it kind of was hit, yes. hit its low point of the show. And uh, that's kind of, every, every, every show kind of has that moment, especially a show that's lasted a long time. Now, this show has lasted 11 seasons. I have a question for you about jumping the shark moments. Do you consider when an actor leaves and the show it takes a huge dive, like obviously you're a huge fan of The Office, Steve Carell left, um, Ashton Kutcher took over on Two and a Half Men. Do you consider those See, jumping the shark moments? Ashton- or do you, just consider that, do you just consider that just the quality went down because the original cast isn't there anymore? Ashton Kutcher taking over is the jump the shark moment. Yeah. Steve Carell not leave, leaving the office is kind of an end point. But when they brought in Jim Carrey or when they brought in Will Ferrell to be replacements, that was a kind of a jump the shark moment on that okay. show. Um, we'll get into this later on because there's a, there's actually a website, jumptheshark.com, that has all of the shows and, and it has... And it has the jump the shark moments for these shows. We'll get into. We'll get a deep dive into this later on because I love talking about the TV, especially old TV, yep. the old seasons that lasted a long time and where they kind of like. Let's talk about like let's say um, what's a, what's a show from TGIF. We'll talk about um, Full House, uh, not Full House, uh, Family Matters. Family Matters. What was a jump the shark moment on that? Would it be when Steve and Laura got together when they actually started dating? Maybe that was a jump the shark moment. Maybe or I don't know when. Wasn't Urkel walking around with uh, his other clone or whatever at Steph- the same time at one point? Steph- Stefan Urkel. Yeah. <laughs> yes. weren't, weren't they weren't they walking around at the same time? <clears throat> yeah. I would consider that maybe jumping the shark. That could be. Yeah. Um, I don't know about the lore. I mean, I haven't watched that show. I've never watched it in succession as far as front to back. Right. Um, I don't know if that would be a jump the shark moment. Um, everyone kind of wanted it. But then again, like, I don't know, when Chandler and Monica finally got together on Friends, that for me was when I kind of tapped out of that show. Right, right. But, Something like that. So, I don't know. Um, it's hard to say. But, uh, yeah. Like a show like Boy Meets World, a show that we both love. What was the jump the shark moment of that? Would it be Ooh, the college? Did that even... No, those were good, at least in the beginning. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. That... I don't they got, think maybe, show... when they, maybe then when they got maybe married. Maybe when they got married. 
yeah. maybe. But that, that episode was awesome. I love the episode where it they is. get married. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because then it goes on for another season and a half or so, right? Yeah. So that might have been it. Yeah, that may have um, been it. Yeah, it's kind of like the end of the series. Like, the series lasts a long yeah. time, and the Jump the Shark moment is towards the end of the series, kind of yeah. where the, the decline starts and starts to go down, and you can kind of get the the feel that the quality is definitely going down on the series, especially if you've been watching for a long time. Like Shameless. Right. That's the whole reason I brought it up. Um, this season nine was also the end of Fiona's story, like I mentioned. Um, I was wondering, it's so funny because Fiona was at one point in the show. How far, how far along in the show did you get before you, did you, you didn't finish it, eight, right? Eight seasons, eight seasons. Okay, so you so the season. year before, I, I heard she was leaving and decided not to continue is what happened. Because okay. I heard while I was watching season eight that she was leaving and I was like, I'm not even going to, because at that she, point too, I was kind of tapped out on it. So she gets very successful, very successful in the show. Um, she ends up owning an apartment building. She runs into money. She's a manager of a pie restaurant. All of that in season nine ends up falling through, and she becomes fr- she becomes Frank. She becomes her father. Um, and by the end, she runs away from all her problems, and she leaves the family alone to fend for themselves. And gives I think she gives Debbie like fifty thousand dollars to take care of the family. And it's just the end of her the end of her series. She was a villain. You hated her at the end. By the end of her story, <laughs> really. Yeah, and it was just like, oh my god, she's fucking up so bad. How how stupid can this bitch be? But it was just, it was weird to have her end because I've, I've I'm halfway through the next season after she left, and they brought Anne back, they brought Mickey back in, they brought everybody back in that was kind of secondary that wasn't that wasn't fully in the show, and I think Debbie is the lead character now, which is weird, the younger sister. So uh, I've got a season and a half left. Well, I'm probably going to watch it in the next couple of weeks and be done with it. Because yep. I remember before we get into the next watch, your your watches that you're going through, uh, we were talking about what my next watch will be. And I'm definite now that I'm going to be getting into the Netflix Marvel shows again. Okay. Going to be starting with Punisher next month. And then we're going forward. Also, we got a timeout because I believe... If we watch two movies a month up until July, we can start our MCU watch next month as well. Okay, perfect. So we'll we'll start it off with Black Widow and uh, Shang-Chi. And we can always fudge things around where one month we do three or four if we have to, if we have to fit it in. But yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Should Uh, be two at least. So so we'll we'll talk about that later on. But uh, let's talk about what you've been watching. You're still watching Arrow, and you're actually pretty damn far in Arrow. I've got one episode left. Holy shit. Um... I've got copious amounts of notes. I will be talking about the show in full next week. Okay. Um, it jumped the shark uh, midway through season five when they brought back Laurel. Um, since we were talking about jump the shark moments, I actually had that written down in my notes for the show. Okay. Um, but this season, um, yeah, season seven, I actually really enjoyed the first half becomes a prison show. And I don't even know if you know this about me, but I fucking love prison shows and Not having us. Yeah, Oz was the first show I ever binge-watched yep. um, when I just got an HBO at first, um, and we were snowed in for like three days. I just sat there, drank wine, and watched it. Yep. Um, and yeah, they bring in one of my favorite characters from Oz uh, in season six, and that plays into some of the prison stuff. Um, in season six, they also brought in Speedweed as a producer and writer, who is one of my favorite uh, writers and producers from Law and Order. He did. He was a writer and producer and director on seasons 10, 11, and 12, which are my three favorite seasons of Law and Order, SVU. Okay. Um, 
so there's been some there's been some highlights and there's been a lot of lowlights. This whole season has been a fucking mess. Um, the last season, thank God, it's only ten episodes because I, I'm just, I was just like, you know what, I've gone this far. I was halfway through season seven. Uh, he got out of the prison, and I was like, you know what, I've gone this far. I've got about, I think, eighteen episodes left. I'm just gonna finish it. So I got one left. I'll probably watch it tonight, and um, nice. not watch, not binge anything for quite a while. Uh, I got some movies to catch up that everything yeah. got interrupted when I was doing my my Superman Small. and my then followed up by the yeah the Smallville and the Green Arrow. You've watched binges. a lot. You've watched a lot. Of I've watched DC. a lot of fucking <laughs> DC. Yes, um, yes, I have. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna take a break and actually catch up on movies because I have so many movies still left over from last year. I want to see. Is that an IBC root beer? Yep, pouring it in my, in my uh, oh, while Bill's while Bill's mug. Nice, nice. That's delicious. Yeah. I had a cream soda last night, kind of. Not really. It was just nice. a uh, Captain and Ginger, but it tastes like cream soda. Um, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I love cream soda. But yeah, um, so Arrow's got one episode left, and. Um, yeah, I'll have a lot, of, a lot to talk about. Um, and I also want to compare that show with, obviously, Smallville, Flash, from what I've seen of The Flash, and all the pretty much all the superhero content I've watched as far as TV show goes. And Because uh, I was thinking about it the other day when I was started to watch um, shit, uh, Echo. Echo, yeah. And I got about a half hour into the first episode. Then I thought to myself, Kevin... Is season two of um, Iron Fist better than every MCU show I've watched? And you know what? I think it might be. Huh. Um, I want to get your... So I'm glad you're doing that as your binge next. I want to get your yeah. um, opinions of that show. The first season's awful. I'm sorry. You have to go through it. Um, but the second season was better. Way better. I've, seen, I've seen Iron Fist so, season one. Oh, you did see the first one? Okay, yeah. good. So I actually, have to worry I, about actually that. I didn't mind it. Um, yeah. It was fine. On, it was just the I'm on, it was the action. It was the action that was messed up because he didn't have enough time to train. I'm on I'm on Punisher season one. I, that's where I'm on. Yep. Um, and then I've got after that I've got every season every season two of like um, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, yep. and Iron Fist. Oh, uh, you're season, gonna do season four gonna, of Daredevil. Season three of Jessica Jones too. Isn't there three seasons? I think so. Yep. See, God I got a lot. Damn. I've heard very very bad things about that season i tapped out halfway through season two of that show uh but at least you'll have punisher and daredevil to keep you busy and the defenders right you still see that uh i think i I think i i ended with the defenders that's kind of where i lost my watch um okay but yeah we'll get into that also we got to get into our curb we got to talk about it now because i'll forget about it at the end we got to get into our curb or your enthusiasm retrospective probably the next couple of weeks we're doing that next week probably because the episode comes out sunday Yep, so we gotta so we gotta we do, that do that next week. week. We'll also do we'll also do a um we'll also do a uh, show and tell next week as well. Just for a Okay, reminder. perfect. Um and the other thing that you wanted to bring up before we get into yes. news is uh four K that you bought this week. Four uh, K yeah, I got uh the Dark Knight Dark Knight trilogy on four K from my brother in law for Christmas and uh finally I actually watched them last week during the snowstorm. I just we had more stuff to talk about last week. Um and they just look really they just look phenomenal, they sound amazing. Um nice. I'm I think the only Nolan film I have to get in 4K now is The Prestige. Okay. And yep. I don't think The Following ever got a 4K release because that was like basically a student film that he did in 2000. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm collecting all the Nolan 4Ks because they seem to screw with a lot of his digital releases as far as uh, 
the aspect ratios and stuff like that go. So I want to, when I have a director like him or Denny, um, I like to get their true uh, vision, so to speak. Yep. So, yeah, I try to so, collect those. Yeah, uh, yeah, 4K, 4K is a great technology. Um, mm. Digital hasn't really got it right yet. The streaming no. part. I mean, of if it. you watch, it's just slightly better than like 1080. If you watch a 4K digitally, it still fucking looks great. I mean, don't get me and wrong. The, and the there's only certain good, films too. I'll buy on on the disc. What's that? The, the sound is good too. They've got the Atmos figured Sounds out. Sounds fine. That. Yeah. It's yeah, just the, the sound stre- is good the, now with the Atmos. The streaming you get, um, you you kind of get some distortion through, through just because of the way the internet yeah. technology. What they need to do is figure out a way to cache that to keep a kind of a a download ahead, so you don't have to worry about the streaming yeah. quality. But um, so that being said, let's get into the news. And it's not a new segment, not the trailer roundup. Uh, a few trailers we're going to talk about. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal doing a remake of Roadhouse with Colin McGregor. Uh, I have tiki never... Bar. Yeah, in a tiki bar. I've never seen the original Roadhouse, so we mentioned we're going to do, do a watch before this comes out. This I'll is just a, let you know, Roadhouse should not take place in a fucking tiki bar. This is a um, Prime exclusive, correct? I believe. Yes. So this will be on Prime. It's not going to be on in the movie's theaters at all, and the director nope. is boycotting the movie because of that. Um, but I think the trailer looks yeah. pretty good. They're probably um, promised movie theater, and they just didn't get it. The only thing I know about the original Roadhouse is there's a scene... Wasn't there a scene where he rips out his heart or something? It's been so long. That's why I wanted to redo it, because about a year ago, they were like it was like five bucks on iTunes, so I think that's when me and you both got it. With um, Patrick Swayze. Right, I saw it so long ago. Yeah, Patrick Swayze. Um, yeah. But, I mean, it takes place in Florida. There are so many good dive bars, and they chose, like, a tiki bar. I yeah. don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, I feel like it just the setting would be better. And um, there's a place that we go to called the Hitching Post okay. where there's more people than teeth usually in the place. That's the type of place that should be having a Roadhouse movie filmed in. Right. Uh, not really a tiki bar, like, on the beach. Like, people are having fun at those things. Like, there's no, like gross like you know like it's yeah. just it's people having fun on the beach at a tiki bar that's how what i think of anyways when i think of a tiki bar in florida yep yeah i have no idea about the story or how the original yeah. movie played out so i can't I'm really excited. judge it like that i'm really pumped it does it does look one. good the action looks good in this um yeah. so, I, so i'm not sure i'm not sure if it if there's a lot of action is there a lot of action in the original or is it just kind of a yes Patrick Swayze beating the shit out of people is a bouncer okay. in a bar. It's great. Okay. Yeah, I can't wait to watch it then. It's just it's been so long and I'm just like I really, really cannot wait to to watch it again. I believe that comes out in March, so we'll be doing that soon. Um Dev Patel, who is in the train movie that he won uh the uh, train how to be a mil- uh, millionaire, who wants to be a millionaire movie from India. The Yeah. Uh, the hell uh, was uh, we, t- we we had the same problem when we were trying to figure out his name months ago. Um, but his name is Dev Patel. He was a star of that movie. He won the Oscar for it. He's directing this movie with produced by Slim Dog Millionaire. Yes, he produced by Jordan Peele from Key and Peele and Get Out and all those movies. Called Monkey Man comes out on April fifth in theaters. This is like an Indian version of John Wick, um, and he wears a monkey mask through it and he kills people. It looks. I don't know if you saw the trailer or not. The action in it looks fantastic. Yeah. Visually looks great. Look, uh, search out this trailer. Monkey Man, Dev Patel. Trailer just came out today. Um, oh yeah, fantastic. I did see it on Twitter. I saw it on Twitter. Yeah, it looks really, really good. Um, it's it's got a it's got a lot of Bollywood t- 
type of feel, yeah. uh, Indian feel. So, uh, and the last trailer that came out, uh, have you seen this trailer that, before we get into it? Ricky. Yes, Stan- you tagged me on it. Yep. Ricky Stanicki. Looks, looks fucking awesome. I'm not going to lie. Looks, it looks awesome. It looks hilarious, and the cast is weird, but... I it, love... W- w- the dude from Dave? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, Santino. Yeah, yes. Santino. He's awesome. Um, William H. Macy, Zac Efron, and John Cena. And on the poster, yes. John Cena is dressed as Britney Spears with the pigtails and everything. <laughs> this is an R-rated comedy coming out on Prime on March 7th. So this is going to be a streaming movie as well, done by... Peter Farrelly of the Farrelly Brothers. So it's going to be a funny comedy. Um, I can't wait to see that. So that comes out on March 7th on Prime. So let's get into the news. Uh, Box office last week, Mean Girls was number one. Beekeeper, number two. Wonka, still number three. Um, Very low box office. We're getting into the slum of the winter. Not a lot of big blockbusters coming out at the moment. Also, that reminds me. Beekeeper is still making money. Yeah. Also, that reminds me, next week... What comes out next week, or a couple weeks from now? Madam Web. Oh, yes. Valentine's Day. So, either next week or the week after, we're going to be doing a deep dive on Morbius, the character in the movie. Are you going to watch the movie? Brace yourselves. Yes, I'm going to watch the movie. So, that will be coming up. Um, This week, on Tuesday, the Oscar nominations were announced. Mm. Um... Oscar Oscar is going to happen, I believe, in March. But they uh, released all the nominations. Uh, nominations for Best Picture. Um, some of these you've seen. Some of them I want to see. So we'll get into it. American Fiction. I do want to see that. I need to see that so bad. Uh, Anatomy of a Fall. I don't know anything about that. I've heard uh, really good things. I want to see it. Yeah. Barbie, Barbie which we've we seen. Oppenheimer, we've seen. Poor yeah, Things, which, which I've heard about. Uh, I've heard heard she's incredible, but the movie is mixed. Yes, that's what I've heard. Um, Past Lives, don't know anything about that. I have that ready to go after the pod. The Holdovers, you've been very high on. Um, Oh my god, I love that movie. Zone of Interest, don't know anything about that. Um, Yeah, that's new. Just came out. Maestro, I haven't seen yet with Bradley Cooper. And Killers of the Flower Moon, which I also haven't seen yet, which I need to watch. Great movie. Great things about that. Um, Best Actor, Paul Giamatti for The Holdovers. Killian Murphy for Oppenheimer, Bradley Cooper for Maestro, Jeffrey Wright from American Fiction. I love Jeffrey Wright, by the way. And Coleman, Coleman Domingo, which we're going to talk a little bit further about him a little bit later. Um, Best Actor uh, nomination as well. Uh, Best Actress, Emma Stone, Lily Gladstone for Killers of the Flower Moon, Carrie Mulligan for Maestro, um, Ned Benning, and Sandra Holler for I don't know what that movie is. Um, the, uh, the Oscar for Best Supporting Actor, Sterling K. Brown. Um, Mark Ruffalo, Ryan Gosling for his portrayal of Ken, uh, Robert De Niro in Killers of the Flower Moon, and Robert Downey Jr. for Oppenheimer, which we knew was coming. Pretty much it's all. Probably going to be Downey. Yep. I'm guessing Downey for that, and I think actress will probably go to. I haven't seen Poor Things, so I'd right. say probably Gladstone. Emma Stone, though, I did hear was amazing. Yep. Um, Best supporting actress: uh, Emily Blunt for Oppenheimer, America Ferrera for Barbie. Uh, Danielle Brooks for The Color Purple, um, Devine for uh, The Holdovers, and Jodie uh, Foster. She's so good. I, he- I hear she's fantastic in that she's, movie, too. And she's sweeping all the awards right now yep. for that role. Um, best Director, um, Justine Tourette for Anatomy of the Fall. I don't even know that movie. Um, the Director of Poor Things, I'm not even going to pr- try to pronounce his name. Uh, Jonathan, uh, yeah. 
Jonathan Glazer, Martin What's Scorsese. What's called Yorgos? <laughs> Yorgos. Um, Martin Scorsese and Christopher Nolan for Oppenheimer. Um, That's probably Nolan. Yep, probably Nolan. Uh, best animated movie, uh, Boy in the Heron, which I hear fantastic things about. Um, mm. Elemental, Robot Dreams, Nimona, and Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, which chances are we'll probably win that. I um, so. Or The Boy in the Heron, which I hear is fantastic. Yeah. So we'll we'll yeah. get into that. Um, original screenplay, The Holdovers, Anatomy of the Fall, Past Lives, May, December, Maestro. Um, adapted screenplay, which is weird that they put Barbie in this, because Barbie isn't really an adaptation, which there's a lot of yeah, controversy about that. It's an adaptation of something that's pre-existing. That's why it's an adaptation, because there's it's a weird. pre-existing model. But the, but the story isn't, you know, it's, it's, it's a weird... It's, it's like, a weird it's like when uh, the, second, the second Knives Out got adapted because there was already a regular a first Knives right, Out. Right, okay. It was okay. adapted. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's, it's a slippery slope, but, I mean, it's, it is what it is. I mean, it's adapted on a pre-existing IP. Yeah. So. Uh, Oppenheimer, American Fiction, Poor Things, The Zone of Interest. I gotta um, see American Fiction. Original score, Oppenheimer had a great score. Killers of the Flower Moon, yeah. Poor Things. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, John Williams, great score. One of his, you know, one of his last ones, probably. He hasn't won in like three decades. Last time he won an Oscar was fucking uh, Schindler's List. But yeah, the score He's is nominated amazing. like every year. <laughs> yeah, he's amazing. Um, yeah, American he's Fiction. Um, best original song, the Ken song for Barbie was in there. Um, the other ones I don't really know. Um... Uh, best visual effects. The creator, great visual effects in that. Um, mm. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, the only Marvel uh, really good uh, nomination this year. Mm. Um, Napoleon, which I haven't seen yet, I do want to see. I hear mixed things yeah, about. Yeah, it's not out yet. The I think there's going to be like a four-hour cut too. That's supposed to be better. Uh, are you sure? It's not four and a half hour I, I cut. thought I thought it was an Apple TV. I know Killers is. I don't know if Napoleon is yet. I didn't I think so. I, I thought I saw it on there. Um, Unless it just went on. It might have gone on today. Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One, which I haven't seen yet. I don't think it's on digital yet, is it? That's that's another. Yeah, it's been on digital for a while. I bought it for like twelve bucks. Uh, I, gotta, I gotta watch uh, it. Then. A month and a half ago. Yeah, I gotta um, watch it. Yeah, that's one of the ones in my backlog. Creator is great. I gotta see Godzilla again, which I might go this yep. weekend. And Godzilla in theaters. Uh, Godzilla minus one, which I which I haven't seen. I hear. The I think it's gonna be are amazing. Godzilla or the creator is my guess. I, okay. I haven't seen Napoleon though. Um, best sound, the creator, Oppenheimer, Maestro, um, Dead Reckoning, Zone of Interest, um, production design, production design, Oppenheimer, Barbie, Killers of the Barbie. Flower Moon, Napoleon, <laughs> Poor Things, um, best cinematography, Killers of the Flower Moon, Oppenheimer, Poor Things, El Condi, which I don't even know what the hell it is, and Maestro, uh, film editing, we won't get into that, uh, best hair, hair and makeup, uh, Oppenheimer, Maestro, Poor Things, um, I think out of all those, probably Maestro, just because he did wear some prosthetics and um, yeah. Bradley. I mean, poor things is she doesn't look like Emma Stone, so. <laughs> but um, I would definitely. I think I think Maestro has this one. I think that's the one it's going to take. And best costume design: Barbie, Poor Things, Oppenheimer, Napoleon, Killers of the Flower Moon. Um, out of all those, there's a lot of so costumes in Barbie. Fucking toss up. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, you could literally much. go to any all five of those. Um, I'd like to see Oppenheimer win. Yeah, Oppenheimer had seven, uh, 19 nom- nominations, the whole entire uh, list, uh, followed by Poor Things with 11, Killers of the Five Moon with 10, and Barbie with 8. Um, Iron Claw completely shut out of the Oscars. I didn't think they were. Yep. Weren't, were they in, Were they eligible for this Oscar? 
Is that what yeah, they released? Came out in they December. Did? Yep. Okay, so they were eligible. Um, also, Greta Gerwig and Margot Robbie both snubbed for act for her for acting and Greta, Greta for directing. Um, and Ryan Gosling uh, gets a nomination and and Margot Robbie didn't. And he was he was talking about that. And but like, if you look at the nominations from people that have seen all five of the actors' performances, they all say there's not a single person they could remove just to put her on it, just because it's Margot Robbie and because it's Barbie. Um, I do think. See, here's the thing: the the snub for Greta is weird because it's up for Best Picture, but there's also ten Best Picture noms versus five directors. So if it was like it used to be where there's only five, then she wouldn't even be nominated for Best Picture either. So, yeah, whatever. So, of course, when the Academy Awards nominations comes out, the day before the Razzie <laughs> Award nominations, worst movies of the year, um, nominations per picture, Expendables 4 came out with 7, Exorcist Believer came out with 5, uh, tied with Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, Shazam Fury of the Gods had 4, and Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania had 4. First time they've been uh, Marvel has been nominated for a Razzie, I believe, ever. Um, Meg to the Trench comes in at th- with three. Um, Ant Man and the Wasp, Qua- Ant Man and the Qua- Wasp, Quantum Mania, worst, <laughs> worst supporting actor for Bill Murray and Michael Douglas. Worst Bill Murray sequel. was pretty bad. He was yeah. pretty bad. Worst sequel and worst director Peyton Reed. The thing about Bill Murray, I think I've mentioned it before. Bill Murray w- works great in an ensemble. Yeah. When you put him by himself, a lot of those movies are not good, except for maybe Groundhog Day, if you're into that. Um, that uh, that sub-movie he did was pretty good. Yeah. Um, Ghostbusters, of course. Ghostbusters, Life of course. Aquatic. Ensemble. Yeah. Um, so, Worst Picture nominations for... Or, worst, yeah, nominations. The Prize. Um, Exorcist Believer. Expendables 4. Meg 2. The Trench. Shazam Fury of the Gods. Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. Blood and Honey. Um... Worst actor, Russell Crowe in The Pope's Exorcist. Vin Diesel in Fast X. Chris Evans in Ghosted, which I saw. I didn't think he was that bad. Um, Jason Statham in Meg 2. And John Foy in Mercy. Uh, worst actress, Anna de Armas in Ghosted, which I saw. I didn't think she was bad in that either. I think it's just because of her accent. But um, Megan Fox in Johnny and Clyde. Don't know that movie. Selma Hayek in Magic Mike's Last Dance. Uh, uh, Jennifer Lopez in The Mother. Um, Helen Mirren in Shazam Fury of the Gods. Yeah, she was pretty bad in that. Um, so was yeah, Lucy Liu. She, she was supporting actress. Um, Kim Cattrall, Megan Fox, Bay Ling. Um, worst supporting actor, Michael Douglas, like we mentioned. Bill Murray, Mel Gibson, um, Sylvester Stallone in Expendables 4. Yeah, I forgot he was a supporting actor in that movie. Um, worst screen couple, <laughs> any two in the Expendables. <laughs> <laughs> Any two money-grumming investors who donate, donated to the $400 million for a remake rights to The Exorcist. <laughs> That's I like fantastic. this category. <laughs> Anna De Armas and Chris Evans, who flunked screen chemistry in, in Ghosted. Um, Selma, uh, Selma Hayek and uh, Channing Tatum in Magic Mike. Uh, Pooh and Piglet <laughs> in Blood and Honey. <laughs> um... Worst, worst prequel, remake, rip-off, or sequel, Ant-Man, Exorcist, Expendables, Indiana Jones, and the Dial of Still Beating a Dead Horse. <laughs> By the way, this is our actual categories. And uh, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Uh, worst director for Winnie the Pooh, Exorcist, Ant-Man, Expendables, and, and, and Meg 2. Uh, worst, worst screenplays, pretty much all of the above. 
Um, so it's basically only five movies getting awards in this. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, so this will this will be airing the night before the Oscars. So that weekend, we'll next week we'll talk about all about that in a, in a few weeks here. Um, and let's get into the rest of the news. Dark Side of the Ring coming back on March fifth. I think. I think with the news at the end of the segment, we're going to have the greatest Dark Side of the Ring next season. Of season all time. season six of Dark Side of the Ring will be. It can be done by then and done. I done have well. A, I have a feeling they've been working on it. There's a there's a <laughs> Netflix documentary. Have you heard the story about the Netflix documentary on Vince McMahon? No. Uh, it started. No. It started off as a documentary on Vince McMahon. Like like Vince was in the interviews talking and they asked him questions, so he's in it quite a bit. And then all the shit happened behind the scenes last year, and the stuff that we're going to talk about at the end is coming out today. So people were coming in talking about Vince. So the Vince McMahon documentary turned into a lighthearted, fun thing, and then all of a sudden it's gotten dark. And that's what that's the that's the that's the word behind the scenes through Netflix is. Excellent. This doc this documentary is going to be epic because people are telling their truths finally about Vince. And now this stuff coming out, which we're going to talk about, you guys aren't going to believe the shit that we're going to talk about at the end. But uh, we'll, we'll get into that later. But Dark Side of the Ring, official episode count, official episode names came out this week, coming out on March 5th. Um, Chris oh, Adams, good. Sensational Sherry, Terry Gordy, Black Saturday, uh, Chris Colt, an episode on Sandman, Earthquake, Harley Race, Buff Bagwell, and Brutus the Barber Beefcake. There was also a rumor that there was a Kurt Angle episode, but I think that may have got pushed to next season. Okay. Um, um, out of those, what are you most excited about? Um, I know a lot of... Uh, well, Buff Bagwell is a great one because it became a yep. gigolo. Um, Brutus the Barber Beefcake, he lost his face in an accident. Yep. Um, Earthquake is a good one. Uh, Harley Race is a good one. Sandman, I know Sandman because he was a Stone Cold ripoff. Yeah. Um, I don't... I, I'm looking forward to the Sandman sharing. one the most. I just hope yeah. Sandman is interviewed for it and oh, his family. I'm, I'm sure you have, he is. You haven't, you haven't seen the preview. He definitely no, is. No, I, I yes. refuse to watch previews of these because I look forward to him so much. Yep. Um, he definitely is. Yep. Yeah, he he was the first shoot interview I ever found on YouTube with Sandman. Nice. And uh, I fucking, anytime that guy talks, it's great. Um, Harley Race, I don't know about too much about the controversy. I just know that he wrestled with a colostomy bag for like 30 years. Yeah. Um, and Bobby Black, Heenan made a joke. Made a joke about that. Do you know what <laughs> Black Black's, Saturday? You know what that is? It sounds familiar, but I don't really know. It's, it's where Vince McMahon bought the Saturday WCW or WCW Hour before WCW bought it, and he ended oh. up he ended up airing WWF on Saturday nights in the eighties. Um, That's as competition right. okay. for uh, TV on, on TVS with um, WCW at the time. Um, That's right. So yeah, uh, interesting. I, I love Dark Sides. Dark Side's a good show. Chris Adams is going to be a good one because Chris Adams trained Steve Austin. And yep. uh, he was down in WCCW when everyone was dying off. And he, of uh, course, I believe, died. So, yeah, Sensational yeah, Sherry. Another, Sensational Sherry. Another, another yep. good episode, I think, on that. Um, yeah, that'll be good. Um, Walmart is removing physical games from their stores pretty soon. Um, they're starting to purge their shelves over there. Um, so, yeah, digital is a thing now. So I'm not surprised about that. Um, and big breaking news this week, I and mean, we we've talked about it before how we are fans of the original Daily Show with Jon Stewart. Well, he's coming back. It's an election year. Daily Show used to thrive on the election, and they know that, so they're bringing back Jon Stewart for Mondays only, at least for the rest of the year. He's also going to be the executive producer 
um, going yes. forward for for the Daily Show. But he's going to be coming back on Monday, starting February February twelfth. And he's probably um, going to be doing the big uh, voting because I oh, love yeah. when they do their their voting when they cover the election. Like you said, they always do. That's like their big years yep. every four years. Yeah. And uh, their their coverage of the election is always fantastic. And John Stewart, John Stewart running that is just the yeah, perfect. It's going to be great. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And the rest of the rest of the week will be will will, will be held by uh, the, the cast of correspondents, like they've been doing for a while. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, yeah. And the Daily Show uh, page put a, a picture of John Stewart sitting at the desk with "Here it is, your moment of zen," which was his yep. sign off. Um, also, this is fantastic. Jo- uh, John Oliver from the Daily Show has his own show on HBO, and trolling Disney because they lost their rights to uh, Steamboat Willie, Mickey Mouse. He posted a picture advertising his show coming back on February 18th with him. And a giant Steamboat Willie stuffed Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> as in part of the advertisement, which Disney would be suing him last year. But now the, the tagline is, what are you going to do, Sue? So <laughs> it's fantastic. I haven't seen that show. I hear great things about it. I hear, I hear it's I. fantastic. Um, but yeah, it comes back February 18th if you're into that. Uh, Book of Eli doing a uh, prequel series starring John Boyega, the rumor. Um, I don't think it's fully official yet, but that's the rumor. Um, I've never seen Book of Eli with um, oh, you haven't? With Denzel. No. It's good. I think yeah, he's I blind in it or something, so yeah, it's Yeah, good. I think so too. Um, I wanted to mention this to you because you're probably going to be getting tickets soon. Dune Part 2 tickets went on sale yep. today. Um, yes. You want to get tickets for that. Um, yes. Pharrell, Pharrell Williams doing a Lego animation. This is produced by Lego um, on his life. Coming out on October 11th. Pharrell Williams, the producer. Who? Why? What? Who wants this? Why? It's number one. Yes. And why did Lego, of all, all things, decide to make this story on his life? I, I have no idea. But supposedly it's a... Uh, I'd rather, I think a regular documentary would just be fucking fantastic, honestly, yeah, showing him making and shit. Yeah, a documentary would be like, great. Yeah. yeah, produced by Lego. I don't understand it. Um, what are your thoughts on Mr. Beast? Do you know who Mr. Beast is? I know him because he gave out $250,000 on Twitter today. Okay. But besides that, I've only heard the name Mr. Beast or like seen him on Twitter. Uh, I see his videos. I used to see him all the time on Facebook and YouTube, but... Um, yeah, he does. He does a weird thing where he gives out money, gives out prizes, gives out houses, gives out cars. Um, well, he's in talks for a new TV show deal with Amazon Prime. Um, the guy's loaded. He gives away a lot of money. He makes a lot of money on YouTube. So, yeah, he makes a lot on YouTube. I think he makes a lot on Twitter. All of his tweets yeah. are like sponsored and shit. Yep, yep. Um, Jurassic World. Kind of the saga ended with that. Well. They are making another movie in the Jurassic Park universe, written mm-hmm. by the original writer of Jurassic Park and Jurassic Park Lost World, um, David Knopp, Cop, Cop, I don't know his name, but uh, he wrote the originals. He's coming back to write the new movie. Um, kind of beating a dead horse at this at this point, but uh, maybe maybe there's uh, maybe there will be a development there. Who knows? We'll wait and see. Uh, Piggy Blinders, I love the show. Uh, movie begin filming sometime this year. With all of the cast coming back, I, I haven't seen the last couple of seasons, so I don't know who's still around. Um, I know a couple of the brothers in the show died, but um, Colin Domingo mentioned him earlier as an uh, Oscar nomination. Also, we mentioned him a couple of weeks ago as being the front runner to replace Chadwick Boseman. I mean, not Chadwick, Chadwick uh, Boseman. Kang. 
Kang in the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Jonathan Majors. There we Jonathan go. Majors. <laughs> um, the reason why I brought up Chadwick Boseman is because Coleman Domingo is the new Chadwick Boseman because he's playing a lot of iconic roles and getting a lot yes. of uh, iconic black roles. And the one that he is going to be directing and starring in is Nat King Cole's biopic. The other one that they cast him in this week is playing the patriarch of the Michael Jackson movie, Joe Jackson, the father that beat the shit out of them, in the Michael Jackson biopic. He's going. He was cast as him this week as well. Um, I cannot wait for that movie. We've been talking about it for the last few weeks because the casting mm. announcements have been happening. Um, that's going to be next year also, right? Yeah. 2025, 2025 right? 2025 is going to be Next huge. year is going to be, oh my God. Yep. I can't even begin to fathom. Can I? Can I just take a nap and wake up next January? Yeah, because this year's kind of this kind of <laughs> this year's kind of. Next year, everything yeah. got, that got pushed back from the strikes is coming out. So, we're talking big, big blockbusters. This year's not a lot of blockbusters. It's kind of like we mentioned yeah. when we were doing our year preview. Like they're there's not even Spider Man this year. There's nothing. Com- yeah, there's nothing coming out in the summer. So, um, usually by May we have at least one blockbuster. I don't think there's anything coming out at the beginning of May for a blockbuster movie. Nope. So. Um, Buzz from Home Alone. Buzz. In critical condition. Um, delaying his domestic violence trial that we talked about a few a few months ago. Why is he in critical condition, do you know? I have no idea. I didn't read the article, but I did hear about him being in critical condition. So he was okay. in Home Alone. He played Buzz, uh, uh, Macaulay Culkin's brother in that. So, uh, yeah. He's still alive, so we'll uh, update that if we hear anything. Probably won't. Um, the problem with AI... <laughs> we're going to get into AI. And this is where the government is going to be stepping in when they start making porn, especially when you bring America's sweetheart Taylor Swift into it, and there's Taylor Swift AI porn out there using her likeness. Um, we're talking AI. I mean, this would be deep fake probably, I'm guessing. But Well, there's. Um, have you seen the pictures? There's two I, specific pictures that came I out have this not, week. I have not seen them. I was, okay. They were um, all over my feed because I talk NFL and shit like that, so it was always okay. like... Hashtag NFL and everybody was retweeting them. They aren't that bad. It's not like a. It's but not that bad. It, it, <laughs> but at the same time, it should be right. a crime to. It's it's kind of as yeah. It's 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 very it's fucking with somebody's privacy. Yeah. In a way that should not be happening, and that will be a government regulation that will be heavily fined, probably arrests if this if this goes into federal court, which it probably will. Um, the other thing with court and AI, George Carlin's estate filed a lawsuit yesterday against the company behind that AI-generated special that happened on YouTube. And the reason for it being not because of the AI, but because in the video, they specifically said, we took old George Carlin stand-up acts and we used that, put it into our algorithm, and came up with this special. So they're actually taking his work and they're and replicating it. And that's where the problem is lying. It's not that they're making an original special. As if they took the old works and they're trying. That's where the loophole is going to be. Where I think right. they're probably going to win, be winning this. Um, and this will be a huge. This will be a huge game changer for AI in court because if this goes through court and they win big on this and they put a block on it, there's going to be a lot of people they're going to sue and try to do the same thing. So AI is weird. AI is a mm. uh, invasion of privacy for porn and shit like that. Also invasion of intellectual property so um there's gonna be a lot more shit on that going forward i'm sure this is just the tip of the iceberg um billy joel first song first single in 30 years turn the lights back on coming out february 1st performing it at the grammys next month 
Um, I love Billy Joel. Um, I think he's a great performer. Um, he hasn't had an album out since the 90s, since River of Dreams. So uh, I'm sure we'll play that or talk about it in a couple of weeks. Um, finalist for the role in, of Supergirl. Millie Alcock, who I'm high on, and Meg yep. Donnelly, who I don't know anything about. Um, I just, now, yeah, I don't really know her for much. I think she did the voice animated-wise recently, but besides that, I don't know much about her. Now, Millie Alcock, I I, I'm, I'm yeah. high on, because I like her in yeah, me too. Game of Thrones. So yeah, I'm hoping. she was very good in that. Me too. I'm sure whoever it is is just going to come down to chemistry with uh, yeah, Corn Sweat. Corn Sweat. Yeah. Um, they were both in uh, Georgia this week testing with him, so... And did you uh, see how big he's gotten? Apparently, he's like, well, he's already tall. He's six foot four, but apparently, he's like two hundred and fifty pounds now. Wow! Like he um, is enormous. Apparently, he told somebody that he had to buy a new wardrobe because nothing fits him anymore. He just wears sweatpants all the time now. So before yesterday, this is where we're going to end the show in the Marvel news of the week. But uh, some breaking news stuff happened last week, so let's get into the Marvel news first. Uh, what if season three had some first look official first look pictures released by Marvel um, of the of the next few rounds of episodes? You saw um, you saw Anthony Mackie's Anthony Mackie's uh, Captain America. Uh, you saw Ant Man. You saw Goliath. You saw these Gundam like uh, Captain America and Photon like Zords in the Arctic. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Probably be good. Um, Top Gun Maverick star is a favorite to replace Steven Yen in Marvel's Thunderbolts. I don't know this guy, um, Louis Pullman. But, uh, yeah. who, who was he, he in um, Top Gun? He I, might have been I, just I, one of the background guys or in the school or whatever. Is he the son of uh, Bill Pullman? I believe he may be. I think I, I remember that from when Top Gun came out. Maybe. I believe it's his, I believe it's his son. It would make uh, sense. It would make sense, yeah. Um, yeah, that come, that, that uh, news hasn't come out yet, so we'll have to wait and see. Deadpool 3 filmed, uh, wrapped, uh, wrapped filming this week. Um, uh, uh, Ryan Reynolds came out with a Instagram post saying, uh, the suit hides blood, also sweat. But today with Deadpool wrapping, it's mostly tears. Um, so yeah, he thanked uh, Hugh Jackman and Sean Levy. Um, movie's still coming out July 26th, so yeah, they're still, they're still on, they're still on uh, Target. Um, also, a new the new full picture of the promotional art leaked online with Deadpool and Wolverine in iconic uh, poses um, with the full mask for Hugh Jackman. So, yeah, I can't wait to see what, where that's going to You know lie. what I miss? You know what I miss? About 20-something years ago when we didn't know a new movie was coming out until we went to the theater and saw a trailer for it. I miss those days. Yeah, me too. As opposed to seeing all this, like, yeah. Leaks. I miss those days. Like, Which I think the is, last uh, time I was excited that happened was when I saw... Christian Bale was going to be John Connor, and I was just—I had no fucking idea before the Dark Knight. Um, yeah. So, yeah, uh, I miss speaking, those days. Speaking of leaked, um, have you seen this picture of Michael Chiklis on the Deadpool three set? Spoiler. Uh yes. As the yes, thing. I have. Yep. 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 So uh, yeah, we're, this movie is going to be a fucking Fox love story of all the Fox, uh, all the Fox uh, Marvel shows and movies and everything. So, um. Bullseye returning for Daredevil Board Again. Thank God. Also, they left you on a cliffhanger, so I'd be very upset if they didn't continue from that point. I, th I, I think we talked about it last week. Karen and Foggy also rumored to yep. be back. Um, Fantastic Four cast rumored to be locked in with an official announcement imminent. Um, the official, the official, unofficial list right now is Pedro as uh, Mr. Fantastic. Um, the girl from. 
the yeah, what's she Dead in? Reckoning. I, I believe she was in Dead Reckoning. She's oh, playing okay. Sue Storm. She's been locked in for a while. Um, the guy who played um, Eddie in Stranger yep. Things as Human Torch and Iman Bacharach from, uh, from the, bear. the Bear as the and thing. That's a the thousand big other one. things. <laughs> yep. Um, and Ryan Gosling rumored this week to be talking with Marvel to play Nova, a character that has been rumored since Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 to be a part of yep. the MCU. Um, I think he'd be great in, as this character. I, I hope Nova begins with a with a scene on on um, Xandar being destroyed by Thanos. I hope there's a I hope there's a flashback scene in there so where the story begins and where his story begins. Um, because yes, kind of has to take over the mantle of the Nova Corps as a, as one. It'd be pr- kind of fucking cool, actually. Um, we'll have to see. We'll have to see about that. So let's get into the wrestling news of the week. News came out two days ago that Raw is moving to Netflix from USA Network, completely off of network television and cable television. Starting in January uh, 2025, next year, Netflix will be exclusively streaming Raw in U.S., Canada, U.K., Latin America, more countries. This is um, and- uh, huge. It's huge. Like, people, especially for the people that only pick up Netflix for, like, say, when Stranger Things comes out. If that person likes wrestling, there's a good chance if you like Stranger Things, you like pro wrestling. You know? Yeah. Um, now they're not going to cancel Netflix because they have to watch Raw. And hopefully, my big hope is that once the contract with Peacock runs out in 2026, everything gets moved to Netflix because Netflix is just a much better streaming experience than Peacock. Um, I dislike the Peacock app very much. Um, so, yeah, hopefully that happens too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's going to be huge. Um, the WWE Network will still be on Peacock for now. But I have a feeling, and internationally, it's going over there um, on Netflix. But uh, we'll have to wait and see on that. Um, it's going to be Raw is going to be airing on USA Network until October. So there's a three month gap there, where there's no programming, kind of figured out between October and January, which is Survivor Series is right in the middle of that. So we're not sure what's going to yep. be happening. Um, the deal is about four hundred million to five hundred million per year, five billion dollars for a ten year. 10-year deal um yep. so yeah that's pretty huge um i think we're pretty close to having the super bowl being on the streaming only um, yeah it'll be close when they put the chiefs miami game on peacock and it added like nine million subscribers just for the weekend because of it yeah it was the only way you could watch it right right um but yeah um it, this i mean smackdown's moved to uh usa network in a five-year deal NXT is moving to the CW next year, so everything's kind of moving around. Um, yep. Netflix is also cutting their cheapest ad-free plan. That was eleven ninety-nine. I think it was grandfathered in. Now that most people are going to have to be moving to the the higher, cheapest ad-free plan. Um, it's fifteen forty-nine now. Um, I pay twenty-two ninety-nine now for four K. So it's kind of fucking ridiculous. But now mm. there's an incentive there with Raw. So fuck me. Um, <laughs> stream, streaming is the new cable. At you least you'll be able it. to watch it. You can't watch Raw now because you don't have cable. We were talking so about that. Be able to watch it. We, yeah. we were talking about that off pod. How we can't we can't even watch fucking um, AEW. We haven't been able to watch AEW because well, I have cable. I just choose not to. And AEW <laughs> and AEW has just gone so far far down the hill. Down oh my slopes. god. Like I said, quality. I swear to God, you could hear. Uh, I've turned on Wednesday's show because I heard how bad the crowd was. I swear to God, you could hear people's notifications on their phones going off. Yeah, it's bad. Like it was, it was fucking bad. Storylines are bad. 
when we went, the, I told you the moment that I knew something was bad was when Tony Khan came out, jumped all the shark. coked. <laughs> right when he came out coked up, when we saw him in Boston, he was literally coked up out of a fucking r- ripping out of a cannon the minute we saw him. <laughs> but yeah, the other big news this week: the TKO Group Holdings announced that Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, has joined the board of directors. Also took full ownership of his name, The Rock, as a as a result of this. Um, no word on if he's going to be wrestling at WrestleMania, but all signs point to that because he's already came out on Raw and said he's the head of the table. And now he's gone on on social media and saying he's the literal head of the table now on the board of the directors. Um, yep. He'll see thirty million dollars worth of stock. Um, so yeah. Oof. It's it's a uh, it's a weird time. Also, WrestleMania twenty four uh, TK two K twenty four the video game forty years of WrestleMania is the uh, deluxe cover, and there's going to be a oh. full story mode going through history historic mo- moments of WrestleMania, which I think is pretty fucking cool. That sounds awesome. Yeah, they also, usually do a really cool job with their storyline modes and stuff. Two K twenty three is awesome. If so. you don't have two K twenty three, which I don't, if you pre order two K twenty four now, you get twenty three for free. Twenty three um, is fun. They they read it all the uh, the button configurations. It's much easier to play. It's a lot of fun. I nice. do recommend getting it. Cody Cody Rhodes is the official cover person, but this uh, deluxe cover is a forty years of WrestleMania is pretty fucking yeah. cool too. <sighs> <laughs> you have a sounder for this one. Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. What you gonna do against a machine so strong? Finally, finally in news, Vince McMahon this week, yesterday actually, as we record, big, huge blockbuster bombshell article came out. The New York Post, it was because all these court documents were released. Um, an ex-WWE employee says Vince McMahon sexually assaulted her with sex toys named after wrestling stars. Text messages came out. This is pretty much her name was Janelle Grant. Um, she was uh, she was kind of working underneath Vince in a lot of ways. Um, she, <laughs> More ways than one. She filed the lawsuit on Thursday. Uh, she was abused, uh, sexually exploited by McMahon, and she was kind of tossed around the office to different people. One of them being John Laurinaitis was the big one. Um, lured her with uh, promises of career advancement. Um, allegedly exploited her with other uh, other men, including wrestlers. Big one being Brock Lesnar, which we'll get into. Um, so yeah, uh, this all this is all June twenty twenty one. This is basically the gist of the lawsuit. Um, started in March of 2020, uh, 2019. Uh, she was looking at for a, for a new job, and Vince hired her. Um, Vince McMahon recruited people to have sex with Grant. Um, including John Laurinaitis, the head of talent relations. <laughs> uh, he was named as a defendant in the suit. Um, states that in May 2020, a uh, man defecated on her head during a threesome, allegedly forced her to use sex toys named after WWE wrestlers, um, causing her bruising and bleeding. Um, so also cited in July 2020, text said that others at uh, WWE wanted to have sex with her after seeing photos of, on McMahon's phone. Uh, he was sending it in... Uh, and he was saying in a text, you may, you, you may scream and try to say no, although that would be difficult to say anything with a cock down your throat. The t- I've, you and I have both read all these text messages. They oh, are bad. very disturbing. Very disturbing. Um, 
She was instructed to take sexual photos and videos for Brock Lesnar in an attempt to get him to re-sign with the WWE. Uh, Vince McMahon told her that fucking Brock was part of the deal. Brock, Brock Lesnar told the victim that he likes what he sees. Um, after Lesnar obtained her phone number, he instructed the victim to send him a video of her urinating, when which he, after which he called her a bitch. Um, this is all in this. Uh, there's a lot of stuff in this. Um, because of this, Slim Jim has pulled out of sponsorship for tomorrow's uh, Royal Rumble, which we're going to talk about next week. Um, this is still part of the board until he's kicked off of the board. They're going to be running into a lot of issues. So probably we're going to have a big, big update on this next week with the fallout for this. Um, Visit Man, a character off and on screen. The off-screen stuff is surprisingly shocking. But are you really surprised? How surprised are you that this shit was happening behind the scenes? Because there was a story uh, of Ash, Ashley Mor- Mor- what was her name? Ashley Morano Morano that had she had the yeah, lawsuit against him at one point for yep, sexual for um, sexual content. I am on the pineapple scale. <laughs> negative five grimaces on my surprise factor on all of this stuff. Right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's a disturbing, disturbing story. More stuff is gonna be coming out on this. There's a lot of people coming out yep. of the woodwork of now because of it, and and supporting this woman, supporting stories behind the scenes, saying there's a lot more stuff that you guys haven't heard of yet. Um, a lot of people are saying that people in WWE that knew about this um, and still went forward of having him on the head of the board, going on uh, New York Stock Exchange, ringing the bell. And they knew all about all this stuff because of the inter- the internal investigation that happened. Right. And they didn't. And Triple H tried to get him out of the company. Remember that Triple H was against him coming back, and that's why Triple H isn't with the company or whatever now. And and you remember, and you remember a year ago, Stephanie left completely. She was supposed to be the head of the the next run or whatever happened here. They sold the company to the Arabs because this shit was going, was happening. So Shane basically hasn't talked to his dad in like years, apparently too. It's a big mess, big fucking. Slim Jim pulled out of their sponsorship um, today. Uh, Which is been huge. With Slim Jim since since Macho, Macho Man, Macho, Macho Man was there. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's crazy because they went. Slim Jim went to WCW because yeah. originally the contract was with Macho Man, not the WWE. Right. So that's how WCW got him is they didn't have to pay him salary because Slim Jim was already paying him. Yeah. But uh, what a mess! What a mess! And yeah, Vincent Man, what the fuck? I mean. There really is no chance in hell that we'll ever see him on TV <laughs> or anywhere. The only thing we'll see him in is an orange jumpsuit somewhere down the line. I'm honestly surprised uh, Surprised he hasn't been removed or something. Uh, did you see the statement that his lawyer put out? No, I didn't. That this lawsuit is filled with lies and he's going to fight it to the end. You know what's going to happen? He's going he's gonna to either, one, die in prison, or two, die of stress from this thing. Yeah. yeah. It's, like uh, like uh, Paterno there, the, the Penn yeah. State guy. Yeah, it's a mess. Granted, he was like 90, but still. It's a mess. John Laurinaitis, I'm not surprised by, to be honest. No, he always but, came across as a... Yeah. A perf, yeah. But, yeah. Yep. Oh, God, Vince. wonder what his brother would say if his brother was still here. Animal from Legion of Doom. Right, yeah. I wonder how his old, how his old tag team partner, Shane Douglas, working at the local Target. I wonder how he's feeling about this situation. A lot of people are coming out of the woodwork about this. <laughs> a lot of people. That's why I said there'll be there'll be follow-ups to this story for for months. They get an entire season of Dark Side of the Ring on this story. 
and don't and don't put it past them. They probably will do a Vince McMahon season special on this. But yeah, oh, yeah. Um, they might do they they might do like a special, uh, not even part of season six. They might just do it like a two hour special on this, like a documentary on Vice. Yep. Uh, With Chris Jericho of all people narrating. Chris Jericho narrating, <laughs> which he has his own problems too. Yeah. Um, so that's it for news. Uh, next week, next next month, we have a couple of things. Uh, I'm going to do a, a retro air room next week. We're also going to do show and tell. Um, going to watch Morbius. Going to be watching uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Getting into that starting uh, next week. We're going to be talking. We're going to do a, a full uh, background primer for anybody who has never seen the show next week. Talking about our favorite characters, favorite moments. I know Kevin Kevin loves that show. Kind of a spinoff yep. of Seinfeld in a way. Um, so that's it for now. And we'll talk to everybody uh, next week. Peace. Peace. yourself by looking at pictures of Tori Wilson's playboy brother. What? No, I don't. Uh, all right, but it was a long time ago. It was last month. It was earlier this morning, quite frankly. <laughs> it was in the car in the limo on the way over. <laughs> but, but that doesn't mean I'm a pervert, because quite frankly, anyone could lust after Tory Wilson. Anyone could have a fantasy about Tory Wilson. At least I don't fantasize about the May Youngs of the world. <laughs> God damn it, this is ridiculous. I don't know what you're trying to prove, any of you. I hate you, Hogan! <laughs> <laughs>